Oh man, welcome back to another episode of NFC Least, the division that keeps on giving in terms of the least. They just can't help themselves. It is incredible. We're here with Connor again, just to continue the saga of all the least talk, the leasterest, leastesterest talk that we can, as these teams just continue to blow our socks off the expect the least expectations that we put on them. Connor, how you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. Fired up this week, baby. We on the board. Mm. We beat the pinnacle of football teams. Football team. <laughs> you beat the football team. That's right, baby. And in classic least fashion, Connor got the hiccups literally two minutes before we started recording, getting on a hot mic. His body knew it was time to be the least. And what better way to really mess with the listener than to have the hiccups. So great job, Connor. Hats off to you. Way to really, way to really give it your all on this least podcast. We really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You're so, so well. And the Giants are now only one game out of the lead for the NFC least. That's right. They went, from, they went from top draft pick to making the playoffs, potentially. They're right there in the mix of it. Folks. Right there. This yep. is anybody's division. It is. I mean, probably not the football team's division, but it Maybe. technically – Who knows? But it technically is. There's and no rules. Yeah. Oh, absolutely none because some seems like once a week, one team every week has to has to – Make you think that maybe they're a real football team by playing playing a close game in a game they have no business being, while everyone else just kind of does the usual. And I think that's maybe just to keep the NFL thinking that like, okay, these guys are almost good. They're right there. They're really not that bad. So we don't have to relegate them to the CFL or dissolve them as a division or change our playoff rules so that just because you win the division gets you a playoff spot. And I think that really that's what we're doing here. No, I've seen a lot of talk about does the NFC East actually deserve a playoff spot? And the real thing is it's pretty simple. The answer is no, they do not deserve it. But it's kind of like whenever you're a kid growing up and your mom randomly just has a weird rule that doesn't actually make make sense. So you go to her like, hey, mom, can I have a pizza pocket? She says, no, you know, we can't have pizza pockets after 730 p.m. on a Tuesday. You're like, that doesn't make make any sense. Why? Because I said so. Yep. That is what it is. Yes, the NFC East has to have a playoff berth because the NFL said so. That's the only reason. They made the rules. Mm -hmm. They made the bed. Now they're going to have to lie in it. So let's, let's, on that note, let's dive into... The first game we're going to talk about, which was the Balding Eagles versus the Baltimore Ravens. And this, like everyone rightly thought, was, well, this is going to be basically the Ravens scoring as many points as they want. And while the Eagles struggling to do anything, maybe getting a a field goal or two. Yet here we stand with a game that reads 28 to 30. Now, mind you, it, when you watch the game, it really didn't. It really looked like it should have until the fourth quarter when the Eagles managed to scrounge up 22 points to come in, come within striking distance. Connor, give me your thoughts on this game. Well, it, it, it was in a lot of ways a classic Giants game where they look terrible for 90% of the game. But then there's like 10% where you're like, well, I I guess they could, you know, pull it out somehow if a couple things go right. And then you keeps going. The fourth quarter keeps happening. They score, get a little closer, a little closer, a little closer. And all of a sudden you look up, they score with what, about 50 seconds left? I I think it was something like that to put them within two. So they hit the two point. They tied the ball game up, and then, you know, they weren't close at all on the two-point. That was confusing. But, yeah, it it was the classic Giants. We were going to give you some false hope kind of thing. Um, I also hadn't seen that many two-point attempts. 
two-point attempts in a one game since I was like in high school, and I'm talking about my high school team where we didn't have a kicker. So that was that was interesting, and that is about how two points go, as far as I remember. You get about half of them or so, you know, if the other team is even decent. So you know, it really didn't matter much until it really mattered, and they didn't get in. Mm-hmm. And they saved the worst, the worst two point play for last when the game was on yeah. the line. I, I mean, I think we can all agree. It's like, hey, what are we gonna do? We're gonna do a super, um, super cool read option when they're <laughs> when they're bringing three guys off the edge that we're reading. So it doesn't really matter anyways. And there's no hope. Not you know like oh a pass play maybe you can scramble do something because look this is the NFC lease we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you know they're on the sideline saying what do they expect? Well they. Well, you know, and saying we're going to do the most obvious play. So, so they'll never expect it, right? Because we exactly. have to hide in plain sight. Problem is, you are in the yeah. NFC least. So, some stats I found that were interesting <laughs> to just in case you were doubting the Eagles' willingness to be an NFC least or an NFC leaster, I should say. And, and buying all into the fraternity because we know the Cowboys have tried to they, – they really don't want to be there. They think they're too pretty for our group, but they obviously fail to ignore the nasty, hairy mole on the left side of their face. Yep. And the fact that one eye is a little bit lazy. But we <laughs> – the Eagles by no means are making a case to not be the NFC least here. All right, I just want to throw these stats out here, and you just enjoy them, soak them up, take them for what they are. So – we have nine of 11 offensive starters are out. Um, so look, we're continuing our injury bug. We are leading the league in injuries. That's not technically the actual stat, but trust me, I guarantee you we have more people injured than anybody else. So leading the league in injuries on average, we have the most drops in the NFL at 16 because, you know, we're working with uh, high school dropout uh, players that were signing Ooh. off for our practice squad. Most we have the most sack QB at 25 times. We have the most pressure QB 71, most blitz QB 95 times, third most hit QB 22. We have the 29th lowest yards after catch per completion at four yards, and our defense is 25th in the league. That's our best statistic out of here is 25th, um, at allowing 29.2 points per game so we're we're giving up 30 points per game while just actually having a defense or an offense made of swiss cheese so that's some stats for you just to remove any doubt that the eagles are not buying into the nfc lease mindset oh yeah they they full-on bought in like full-on bought the pamphlets they bought the book they have a t-shirt they even bought a fanny pack like they're bought they're in they are all oh, yeah. like they're going to a conference in Toledo. They're that far in. They are they are all all for it. So I'm I'm gonna pull up some stats here. We're gonna go over our, our stats. So they're oh, those are positive stats. I don't want those. Goodness. Our turnover ratio is minus seven, so that feels really good. Really coming in strong with that minus seven. Uh, we're really excited about that. It's once again, there we go. There we go. So Carson, um, he's been sacked. Like I said, he's been sacked 25 times for 177 yards. Feeling real good. Keeping that rating nice and low at a 71.3 coming into this week. 50, we're, he's dropped below 60% on his completion percentage at 58.72. Having receivers with hands made of frying pans really helps that out too because yes. some of those passes are on the money, but it's like if the guys drop them, boom. That's what we're talking about, all right? Eight touchdowns to nine interceptions, staying strong with the, uh, the ratio being over 500 in the favor of interceptions, really trying to bring the division down as a whole. So that feels good. And just in case you didn't see it, one fun tidbit, you can go back and find this highlight and, and to really sum up this game. So Miles Sanders has had a couple good games, and I'm not trying to get positive here. So just stick with me. Yeah, try not to. No, no. He had a big breakaway run. He was getting down to about the five-yard line. He gets tackled and absolutely coughs up the ball. So you want to talk about the perfect way to end a good play is just fumbling it, 
right there on the five. You had a big 30, 40-yard run. Unfortunately, he did have a downfield blocker there, and he was was a couple yards to his left and ahead of him, and the ball went like right at his feet, and you can't help but fall on it, and he happened to be in the end zone. So you want to talk about the most accidental touchdown you can ever score. Really, I feel like he was pushing for the turnover and touchback for the defense, but it's like, oh, crap, we got some points. So the unit – the Eagles are not here to be to be good by any means. Let's not get it twisted, folks. Yeah, that was. Uh, I'm fa- I also kind of think that the receiver who did, in fact, uh, pick the ball up and score. I'm fairly certain he missed the block when on the stock block. Oh, he did. Like, he might have also missed that, so that made it even more leastering for a touch. Well, our our little breakout practice squad receiver who's had like. 250 yards in the three games he's started this season since being signed actually has more total yards in his career through those three games than this receiver um, that, that, that got this fumble to score his first, I believe is at least his first touchdown of the season. But, and this receiver has been with us. This is starting his third year. He only played a couple games his rookie season. He played every game last year and he has less than 250 yards receiving. So he's feeling real good. But we can move on from this game. I think that's enough said there. I, it's pretty pretty self-explanatory. It can look a little confusing when you just look at the score, but when you kind of break down the highlights and the stats on the board, uh, it really comes clear. So let's let's go ahead and move yeah. on to the – I don't want to say unsurprising because it is the NFC lease, but in some aspects it was a little surprising. Uh, the, the blowout, let's get totally blasted by the Cardinals – Dallas Cowboys. That was a tough one to watch if you were a Cowboys fan. It had to have been. Like, you're like, okay, we still have a lot of good weapons on the team. Yeah, Dak's out. Um, but Andy Donald, he's at least going to be serviceable. So we can do this, right? Right? No. Ten to thirty-eight, um, and it got it got out of hand pretty much within the first half. Yeah, first half Arizona scored twenty-one, Dallas scored three. I think they also had three turnovers in that first half. Yes. So on that note, there obviously travesties like this create pieces of art on the internet so i'll just describe this one to you i I told you about it before we start recording but for the listeners there's of course so many good memes and jokes coming out of it but to talk about their woes i mean zeke really he really did a good good job for the nfc least in this game and and i think this was in the middle of the game but someone tweeted you know zeke's filling up the stat sheet tonight 11 rushes 50 yards two fumbles for a loss and a tackle so that's really, really good. And then, of course, there's the classic moment in the office where Kevin spills the chili all over the floor. Someone put Zeke's face on his, and they said, Zeke out here fumbling everything. Um, so, <laughs> so just some beautiful, wonderful things come out of this NFC least performance. Yeah, I mean, I what's funny, too, is I think the commentator somewhat did it to him because I don't know if you watched any of that game, but – I can't tell you how many times and how much they have talked about since Dak went down, how much they've talked about how Andy Dalton is the best backup in the NFL because he, you know, has for like a decade now has been the starter on an NFL franchise. He's been around, knows what he's doing. Uh And then they go out there and they lose 28 to three. I mean, or yeah, 30 to three, wasn't it? It was 30 to 10. 30 to 10. Sorry. See, I, I shut it down before they scored that like fourth quarter, you know, garbage time touchdown. So, oh, yeah. I mean, that was on. I mean, I had seen all I'd need to see. I got to watch a lot of Kyler Murray running around like an angry toddler. That's always very enjoyable, especially always. against an NFC lease team because uh, that defense is practically non-existent. Oh, yeah. No, they're not. They, they've decided to just not play defense, actually. Like, they think that maybe we can – try a whole new type of defense where we just don't show up. 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy because wasn't their defense? I mean, their offense is stupid good, but like their defense was supposed to be pretty serviceable, and they lost. It was it was fairly good last year. Yeah, no, they, they have they have some decent pieces in the secondary. They've kind of got this Frankenstein older um, defensive line, but they're good enough. Yeah. It, it's it's like still good enough talent to make it. And yeah, Van Der Esch, they lost him, but they still have like I mean, they're supposed to have a good defense, right? And yeah. I mean, it just but. They fooled us because they were on their heels the entire time for Arizona. I mean, literally Arizona, if you just watch the game, it looks like an Arizona Cardinals highlight reel because it's just awesome play after awesome play after awesome play. And you wouldn't think that this is actually just happening in a game and that every play virtually is this good. The run, you know, they can run wherever they want. Kyler can scramble wherever he wants. He can throw the ball wherever he wants and people are catching it. Big plays. I mean, it's really something else. Well, that was the interesting thing is going into this game, we had always heard about how terrible the pass defense is for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray only completed nine passes. Are you serious? It. Nine of 24. Like he only had 188 yards passing. But wow. They just demolished them on the run. I mean, killed them. So if you're getting destroyed by Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake on the running game for the Cardinals, and you already have been known to not be a pass defense, I, you better score more points. And it's been, uh, it seems that uh, the old red rifle. Uh, he ain't, he ain't that. No, not at for us. Wow. Oh no, it's great. Really brought it down. He's he is going to solely bring down and really keep the NFC least, uh, passer rating, the uh, turnover rating, all of that. He is really helping. He really is. Oh yeah. He's killing it. He is absolutely killing it. So, um, I mean, on that note, just to hit it, since I hit it on the Eagles, the Cowboys have a turnover ratio of minus 12, so they're really holding their own. I mean, these fumbles, the tattoo curse of Zeke is really coming in handy here. I mean, it's yeah. it's just it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? He is, is coughing up the ball like he's an undrafted rookie, and it is something else to see. I mean, definitely didn't expect it, right? I mean, he wants the leads lead – a league's leading rusher and just, you know, people like this guy's a monster and here he is just giving up the ball saying, nah, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And it is uh, much appreciated. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's all coming together. You know, and I love it when a plan comes together to comes together as they say in the A team and, this really feels like it's coming together. I think we're going to have this series throughout the whole season. So it Andy Dalton to, like to touch on him. I mean, he's doing a, a little bit better on the completion percentage, but it's only 65%. So let's not lose our minds. Okay. Um, of fun, is there any chance we can just call him AD? Because yeah. there's so many great ADs or that kind of thing. AD, AP. And yet mm-hmm. we have Andy Dalton. I, I might. I like that. I like that. I mean, you can go AD or D and just depends on how I'm feeling, but no, I'm for it. So AD, our boy AD, he's coming in strong, throwing only one touchdown, but throwing two picks. Feels real good. And if you haven't seen those picks he's thrown, go check them out. Mainly the diving one. He got read like a children's book. Oh, it was beautiful. He's been sacked four times for 24 uh, yards. His rating is right down there with Carson. It's a 72.6. So riding, riding that below average, um, slightly below average, just living in that average wheelhouse on a zero to 100 scale. So feels really, really, really good. But <clears throat> I don't really have much else to say on that Cowboys game. I covered the uh, covered the Twitter verse, of course. The only the only one note I do want to make midway through this episode is and that I forgot to mention early on is that fun stat. Now it's not that impressive. Like it sounds like it's really trashing the NFC least, but it's kind of one of those faux bad stats, right? Because someone said, Oh, six teams have a better in individual record than the NFC least teams combined. However, I, that is awesome, right? We love that. We love that here on the yeah, NFC no, least. It's fantastic. 
We love that. I just wish it was week 11 and we were hearing that, right? It's only, we're only, we're only six weeks deep. And so really teams with five wins or more, which you can't have more, <laughs> they, yeah, that, that was week six, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or but it's, but it's five yeah. wins right yeah. now. So true. Yeah. So it's all the teams with five wins outdo it because the NFC least as a whole only has four wins. Now that is six teams, right? It's says chiefs, bears, Ravens, Titans, Seahawks, and Steelers. Three of those teams are completely undefeated. Other than those, the other three have one loss. So, and some of those, you know, it's because we have these weird bye weeks with COVID and we've had like Tuesday night games and double headers on Monday night, which I think is fun. Keeps it, which lively. I'm all about, by the hey, way, keeps it lively. Like, am I if right? they keep doing like two, if they wanted to include also a Tuesday night football, I'd also be in for that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Get some Tuesday. Night. I mean, we had it. Yeah, let the people who like play on Tuesday, ago? then the next week play on Monday, and then after that, you know, they can go back to Sunday games or whatever. But you know, yeah, yeah. Just Why not? Let's do it. I, I mean, I honestly think it's going to happen again, and I'm, I'm for it. I'm ready for it. Bring it on. Yeah, I, mean, I think it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be a good time. So should should be a lot of fun, but yeah, the the Cowboys really surpassing expectations in a lot of ways because I think we thought they okay they're still high powered and high octane enough to really you know score some points maybe make it close and they yep. they really completely just laid down said nah and I mean to to only add fuel to the fire now there's reports coming out of the locker room today of Cowboys players trashing the coaching staff saying they literally just aren't prepared which. In the NFC least fashion, good job. That's what hey, we need. Don't really watch really good stuff. You don't need to watch film. All you need to oh. do just play it like man, man. Pick whatever play feels good in the moment, whatever formation. Yeah. You don't need to match up your defensive alignment and, and personnel to match that of the offense. No, just run a nickel or a dime every time or a five-two, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and just say, Good luck, y'all. Have your linebackers have to cover the slot all the time and in different things like that. Yeah. You know, not the uh, same complaints that uh, back in green Bay they had against McCarthy. He really wasn't changing up, making game plans. He was just trusting Rogers. Yeah. I think he's just trusting AD. Right. (laughs) Now he's putting in AD and whoever his defensive coordinator is. So yeah. mm, Cause it's gnarly. All right. So time to talk about the bell of the ball. And that was the NFC Lee showdown decided by one point. The Washington football team. Watch out. They're a football team. No name but team. And the New York Giants competing for worst team in New York. Connor, give me your thoughts. Well, um, it was pretty much perfect, I think, in about every way. Um, of course, the Giants won, so... I'm weirdly halfway kind of excited. No Trevor Lawrence in our future, it seems. But also, you know, I'm not someone who just is like, yeah, I wish my team would lose. Now, for the NFC least perspective, I don't want us to reel off the next eight wins. I just want us to win enough to where it's all just a convoluted mess going into the final week of the season. Mm-hmm. where we're seeing which team's going to make it into the playoffs with six wins or something like that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, the game, it, it was it was dumb. It was awful. Um, and Danny Dimes, or I'm sorry, uh, what's was Danny Dud? Danny, Danny Dud. Uh, still, yet again, led the Giants in rush yards. 74 this time because he reeled off about, I think there were about seven plays where he pulled. I don't know if they were full-on reads or if they were just some, at least one of them was a boot. But anyway, that's always good when Daniel Jones, it seems for the season, is going to be our leading rusher. Like If you hear Lamar Jackson's your leading rusher at quarterback, you're like, yeah, okay, that's good. That means we're probably doing pretty well. If you hear Daniel Jones at quarterback is your leading rusher, you're like, oh, Things have gone awry then, yeah? And the answer mm-hmm. is yeah. Anyway, uh, football team, they, you know, they were a football team. Um, not a whole lot, except for it really came down to the game, of course, ended 20 to 19. Uh, the football mm-hmm. team 
scored right near the end of the game. And they were like, they probably had to have come over to the sideline. And Ron Rivera walks over to him. Riverboat says, hey, guys, you want to go for the win? You want to go for the tie? And they all, of course, did a, had a resounding, let's go for the tie. And he said, no, let's go for the win. And they said, oh. So they go out there and just really do poorly. I can't remember the exact play that it was. I know it had no chance of going, of working. He might have actually, Kyle Allen might have got sacked even. I so, think he was like on the verge of getting sacked and he had yeah. to throw it into like just a no man's land. Yeah. At, at yeah. Like, like where he wasn't even like, oh, I'm going to throw it up and maybe my receiver will make a play. Like he got yeah. caught in such a, I'm pretty sure he like scrambled left and then tried to like cut back and was like, oh crap, I'm about to go down. I have to throw it yes. and just threw it yeah. into the dirt. Yeah. So then, of course, you know, they don't get it. They go over to the sideline and they all tell Ron, why did you make us do that, Ron? We needed to go for the tie. The Giants will beat themselves. We didn't need to go for the win. He said, no, we could have done it. We'll do it next week. And they all just left. They just went home. Like, they didn't even stay for the Giants to take a knee. They were just like, if we can't let the Giants beat themselves, we should leave. We, we're not even a football team at this point. So that's how that game went. I mean, verbatim. One for one. Kyle Allen scored two touchdowns passing, only had one pick, so hate him for that. Uh, Danny Jones, he, of course, kept it at a solid one-to-one. One touchdown, one interception. So, mm. yeah, he did his part. Good job. Uh, Wait a, there you go. Down. I, was, I was honestly – I was sitting here looking at – the three quarterbacks who have played for the football team so far. And I was thinking uh-huh. back and the only reason I knew who started this week, or at least who finished the game was because I had seen that clip, you know, of the two failed two point conversion play. And it was Kyle right. Allen. But I, when I first pulled it up, I said, Oh crap, I'm going to have to ask him. Well, I know Dwayne's out. Like they're looking to get rid of him, but I was like, I don't yeah. know who their quarterback was, which really feels apt for the team that doesn't have a name. Yeah. They have no it name, does. but team, they have no quarterback, it's- but QB. And Yeah, they don't have a name. They don't have a name. So uh, Danny Dimes through six weeks now. Dang it. Danny Dud through six weeks now. (laughs) We got to, if only we could figure out some, if only we were an actual big show, we could figure out some sort of random punishment for me every time I (laughs) said uh, uh, Danny Dimes instead of Danny Dud. He continues to be the team's leading rusher Mm -hmm. on the season. So. I think it's with a nice 204 yards too. So, you know, really doing big stuff over there. Feels real good for the NFC least. I mean, this was, you couldn't ask for a better NFC least matchup, right? What is it? It's two teams stumbling and fumbling back and forth. And then it comes down to a scraggly two point conversion play. And you think they won the Super Bowl, uh, the Giants, at least that is. Which, oh, we did. We did. We won the Duper. You said Duper Bowl, right? Yes, the Duper Bowl. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Which, Some people might think you said super, and that was not what happened. There. Absolutely not. But I think your analysis of look, the Giants needed to get that win just to keep this division convoluted and keep everyone guessing. I want it to come yes. down. I know this this isn't actually possible necessarily, but I want I want the division winner to come down to like the Miami Dolphins having to win by like fourteen or something crazy like that, right? <laughs> you know, against like. Uh, and they have to, and then like the Broncos have to tie the Chargers, and like I, I want so badly for like four non-divisional teams to have full say on who wins our division <laughs> because it's just that confusing. And then so nobody's gonna know who they're so <laughs> so whoever is coming up against them in the playoffs is having to game plan for all four teams because any one of them could just win the division. And that yep. would be beautiful. We just need to round robin. Everyone kind of beat everyone, but also lose to everyone uh, within the division and then just kind of lose to anybody outside the division. And we'll keep it real good and confusing. Real good. Yep. That's exactly right. So we'll get into some stats here real quick. Oh, crud. I didn't pull up their turnover ratio. Oh, I can. That's not that hard, actually. Give me two seconds. I, I'm i slacking here. So uh, turnover ratio for the Giants, uh, it's a little bit weaker at negative two, but I'll take it. We're in the negatives, so that's what I want to see. Yeah, I need that. For the football team, also negative two. A little weak, and we'll start with the football team. 
you know, Dwayne Haskins was was doing all right. I mean, he had a four to three touchdown interception ratio, but only a sixty percent completion percentage. Kyle Allen, however, he doesn't quite fit in in the NFC least with what we're looking for. Alex Smith, the few downs he played, he does. He's got. completion percentage, and he hasn't thrown any touchdowns or interceptions. He's been sacked six times, though, for 31 yards. His rating, his rating, I know, and he's only, he's only, and he's barely played. And his rating, his rating is nice and low at 58.7. So that really pulls us down. We'll, we'll, we'll include him since Dwayne is, I, I think, officially benched and not coming back. I believe so. I think we can wipe him from the slate. And I mean, we don't we need three quarterbacks well. from one team either, right? Like, come on, no. guys. I mean, I know you're really trying to screw things up, but in terms of calculations and stuff, it's now I have to, it's, you know, it's five sets of numbers instead of four. And as NFC Lease fans, you can't expect me to math too hard right now. I don't want to be too good at this. We're NFC Least. I'm all trying yes. to, I'm, we're all trying to be bad for, for, the, for the division. All right. It's for the division. But Kyle Allen's really starting to piss me off. He's, 40 for 55 and he that's 72 percent completion percentage really horrible not what we want to see he is two touchdowns to one interception i don't know who he thinks he is but he's got to get set straight how did they Uh, lose he's he's only i know they lost now that is magical right they lost with a 72 percent completion percentage oh my god Uh, okay sir yeah go on He's been sacked five times for 39 yards, and uh, his rating is nice and fat at 94. I really need to see that chopped off at the knees. We need to get that down at least in the low 80s. I mean, come on, man. I don't know who you think you are, but fortunately, Alex Smith has an absolute garbage pass um, rating, so he's he's re- he's pulling it down for everybody. Don't you worry. But we can look at we can look at old Dan Danny Dud over here. He he he's sitting nice and low below league average at sixty one uh, percent completion percentage. He's got three touchdowns to six interceptions, so he's actually overtaken Carson as I believe the best touchdown interception ratio in the NFC least. He yeah, they're is, in a heated battle for it. He is double. I mean, Carson is he's barely over five hundred, right? Danny Danny Dud is he has doubled the number of interceptions as touchdowns. I mean, it, you can't ask for much more, right? No, his no, sacks, though, his sacks do pale in comparison. That's where that's where Carson's got him, right? Carson's got 25 for like almost 200 yards. Dan Dud's only been sacked 17 times for 98 yards. We really, but I'm, I'm confident he'll get into triple digit, triple digits this next week. And I mean, he'll he'll be right up there with the big boys. His rating though is right down there in the dumps at 71, right with Carson, right with. Um, uh, AD, so everyone's just living down there in, in in mediocrity, feeling real, real good. But yeah, I mean, it was a great matchup, and I think we're gonna have more matchups uh, coming up. Connor, do you have anything else to say on this game? Um, on the game, really don't have much else. Um, I think if you just if you're wanting, I think that uh, the CIA is actually going to use this tape uh, for. Potential torture. Um, and I mean, you can't actually torture people anymore. So this is as close as they can get. It's just forcing people to watch this game over and over and over until they tell us what we need to know. Mm-hmm. And so for that, I thank the football team and the Giants. Right. And I, and I think if th- that actually adds ammo to, right? Because yeah. I think I think I think another great game that CIA will be using for for quote unquote torture um, or I should say quote unquote interrogation tactics is enhanced interrogate interrogation yes enhanced interrogation tactics is definitely that Bengals Eagles game because the the one from yes. twelve years ago you know it was kind of getting old and outdated and it really wasn't really working they said oh it was a super old football game and that's where the Eagles and the Bengals came together in a moment of unity and said boys we need to update the record and. You know, they're the Pentagon's really pushing us for some new new content to help them out here. And the Eagles said, Oh yeah, we, we we can help you out. Let's do this. But also I don't we don't want to be the only ones contributing. They said, Let me let me call let me call my friends down the road, the Giants, and I'm sure they'll be willing to help us out. And I guess I'll I'll 
I'll page Washington football team because that's the only way they communicate for some odd reason. Oh, yeah, they definitely have a page here. Yeah. yeah they, they just page them. It's, it's pretty awkward, but we'll do that. And then we'll get everyone involved and you don't have to worry about the Cowboys. They'll just do it on their own, but just, just watch them and they should do it because we don't really, we're, we're not really on talking terms. You know how that goes, but you know, uh, now I'm a little concerned now that we're breaking this all the way down. Would it not have been a better, worse game if they would have tied? So oh, it would have been better. Since Riverboat went for two, does that start to mean that he might be a sleeper agent for maybe, I don't know, the Russians or the Chinese, you know, Eastern European, one of those countries that are typically bad in like 80s movies, the villains are always from there. Do we not think that Riverboat might be involved with something like that? Kind of shady? He just saying Riverboat just might be an Estonian spy working for the Russian government. There you um, go. And I think it's totally plausible. We're gonna have to look into that. Uh, yeah. good, good, good catch there because I think yeah. the absolute perfect way to I mean the, the pinnacle, pinnacle. It's it, they were really, really close, but the pinnacle for that game definitely would have been a tie to only Absolutely. confuse things. And I mean, as long as the NFC lease can keep tying, but uh, I think it's about time we move on to our predictions for the upcoming week. This is going to be oh. very exciting. And you'll find out why in a second. Before we do, I just want to make note of one thing I said earlier, and I couldn't get the words out correctly, but when you look at the conference of the NFC, the bottom four of the bottom six teams are the NFC least. <laughs> And only one of the NFC least teams is outside of the one game win that is the bottom five. And that's the Dallas Cowboys with a giant, giant two wins. Massive. Who only two accidentally wins. beat the Falcons to get out of it. Right. Ah. And then, yeah. And only, just, <laughs> whoops, my bad. Didn't mean to do that. But uh, so far... That that's what we're looking at, right? We, you know, we talk yep. about the caboose. It looks like the Vikings and the Falcons are trying to like. It looks like they've kind of come back to the caboose to check out what it's all about. You know, they've they've moved from their second to last train car, and they're like, guys, what's this? What's the caboose all about? And the party caboose, and they're like, bro, come check it out. We got all the fried food. We got all the video games. We got all, we got massage chairs. Like we have. We have everything you could ever need to be bad at football, to get you out of shape, to make you a little slow. We're not here watching film. We don't watch film back here. Are you kidding me, dude? We're on the roof smoking cigars, having a glass of whiskey. You know, we're just watching the stars, talking about the universe, contemplating the big questions of what is the meaning of life? And, you know, where did we all come from? and Where are we all going? Here's the beautiful thing about that. I don't think they're drinking whiskey. I think they're all drunk on mouthwash. Probably. I think it's that bad. Probably. <laughs> it's 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 cigarillos and mouthwash. Hand rolled hand rolled cigarillos and mouthwash. And you yep. know, like the, like the Falcons like, yeah, they just come back a dangerous amount. Yeah, they come back there and they're like, "Boys, have a drink!" And they're like, "Oh, what you drinking?" They're like, "Yeah, just take a shot." And they take a shot and they're like, "Is this mouthwash? Is this ma-? like, look, we yeah, it's the only thing like, we can sneak in." What? There's Falcons. so much booze at the front of the train. What are you talking about? You're That's all we got back here. You're all old enough. They're like, "Yeah, but football team over there accidentally, <laughs> accidentally." Uh, <laughs> He he filled he filled the bath up with all all of our regular beer, and he took a bath in that. Tried to get drunk through osmosis, and so now we're stuck with the mouthwash. <laughs> they're just making do, and the Vikings and the Falcons don't know what they've got themselves into. I imagine that they will go back to the other car where they when they drink actual regular alcoholic drinks. But anyways, that turned out into a beautiful disaster. I want to thank you. Thank you for, for really setting that fire. So, yeah. Connor, let's see what next week holds for us. Well, I'm actually going to move on to the second game that's on the schedule, which okay. is the Cowboys versus Washington football team, because we have a lot more to discuss with the other game. Okay. Um, the Cowboys and football team playing on Sunday at noon. I'm betting it'll be on TV here. Mm-hmm. It'll hurt 
our eyes to watch, but that's just what we'll – oh, no, the Browns are playing at 12 too, so we might not have to. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows? We might get that. That might be the better one. Anyway, um, I – oh, predictions is so tough. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Cowboys 18 to football team 15. Yeah, Cowboys win by three. They they squeak out of a little field goal. How many here? Here's a fun NFC least prediction, and like we'll remember this last next week unless we come back and actually you know write it down or come back and listen to it. But how many turnovers between the two teams, right? Or or not even uh, five. Oh, five, five. Okay, five combined. Easy. I like it. I like it. My bad. My bad. Last classic NFC East. Uh, just don't think about it. Just say something. Gotcha, gotcha. It's I'm gonna five, go four and a half five. then on my um turnover between the two teams. All right, right. That, that that works out, right? I just go with yeah. what you feel there. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that 1815 prediction and I'm gonna up it to I I believe Washington has it in them to lose on a two, failed two point conversion two weeks in a row. I'm having Ooh. ultimate faith here. I'm going I'm going I'm going 18 Cowboys 18 football team 17. Going <laughs> to the wire, and they're gonna, and it's gonna unfold almost the same way. And I think it's gonna be a beautiful disaster. Now, the weird thing is, as I'm talking out loud right now, in this moment, words are coming out of my mouth talking about this game. I remembered that the Cowboys have have really vaporized their defense to say, guys, don't worry about playing defense. Just go out there and line up on the field, but really let them do whatever they want. And so I do want to pose the question, is this going to be a, a trashy high scoring game? You know, I, I think it has potential to be, I don't think it, it will has be. A potential. I don't think it will because while Dallas doesn't play defense, they just choose not to Washington, the football team also for the most part seems to not play offense. Yeah. So it's kind of going to be this weird thing. You know, it's the reverse of the immovable object and the unstoppable force. It's the mm-hmm. totally stoppable force and the object just moves. Um, That's fair. So I don't know. I have no idea what happens. Who wins? I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I think I think we'll stick with – you know, your 15 to 18, my 17 to 18 prediction. I like that. I think that'd be an yeah. exciting game with, with five turnovers. I'm going to take the over on that. I think we're going to go over five. Um, I know I said four and a half before sure. I'm going to say 6.7 turnovers between the two. Okay. Now I'm really yeah. shifting gears on you. I want to ramp it up. I need this NFC least to be just incredible. So this week seven is really, if you haven't figured it out already is the NFC least gauntlet. The NFC least showdown, right? We have the Cowboys playing the Washington football team, and then we have the New York Giants. This is the Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Primetime. New York Giants. Nationally. Wherever you go in the sports bar, it's the only football game on that night. And it oh, is. This is what's so beautiful about this. Giants-Cowboys on Thursday night. You know what else is, happens to be Thursday? Huh. It's the final presidential debate. Oh, my gosh. So we have this case where one of the few times in life that both big-time NFL fans and people who are really into politics will be able to say the exact same things. Things like, why? Things like, how is this happening? Things like, do we really want anyone to win here? It's like, how did this happen to us? Everyone will be saying that as a nation, all at the same time. How beautiful is that? That this one perfect night on Thursday is all about the trash. Mwah. That had totally slipped my mind. And that's all I meant. Just mwah, like perfect, right? It all is yep. coming together. Everyone's going to be collectively saying, is there any thing else on literally can we go back to can we go back to before st- sports restarted and you were showing me random college games from 2005 from unranked teams because I, I would rather 
watch that than either one of these. You're going, You're going to, to have the politics be asking fans your going, wife, like, hey, can we mow the lawn? Yes, the end of October and it's 8 p.m., but can I mow the lawn? It needs to happen, right? Things like that. I can duct tape the flashlight to the front of it and wear my headlamp. It'll be fine, <laughs> okay? Or like saying, hey, I'm going to go... I'm going to go take a toothbrush and clean all the baseboards around the house. Right. You're going to find people are going to clean parts of their house that don't really, that have never been cleaned and really never should be cleaned. It's going to be great. Right. People are going to be, it's going to be a night to remember or actually really more a night to forget. But the night where you ask your wife, Hey, do we have enough mouthwash for us to both just pass out? You're not going to get the actual alcohol, just the mouthwash, because that's what this mouthwash. night is. It's mouthwash Thursday, and we have the Giants <laughs> versus the Eagles. You have the and DJ T from Joey B. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's going to be epic. I what I really love to think is you're going to see football fans going. I think I'd rather watch the debate, and then the <laughs> fans going. What isn't there a game on? Can't we watch that? And they're gonna switch and they're gonna go, What? Oh. Why? Nope. And they're just gonna turn off their TV. Some people might just go put their TV, unplug it, and put it on the front porch for a day to let it sanitize from from how it's just been fouled. So uh, I think that's I think that's enough jokes. I don't know how many more jokes we can cram into this. I'm sure there's oh, more, more because the Amish community is expecting a big surplus of new members. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're gonna have so many people. It's gonna sell their cars, they're gonna have buggies and horses the next day, start growing their beards and be like, let's turn some butter and build some houses. Honey, you get with your grandma, go make some awesome quilts handmade. We'll sell for a thousand dollars when we go into town once a week. So Giants Eagles, what are you feeling, Connor? Uh 28 to probably 21. Giant or uh, Eagles win. Uh, maybe no eight. We'll, we'll say, let's see, we'll say seventeen to twenty-eight. Eagles win. Okay. I don't Is think it? they can score three times. <laughs> I had to back it down. They barely. I mean, how many times did they technically score last last week? Well, enough, I guess, is the answer. That you're really looking for is enough. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Eagles 24, Giants 17. Because now I will say this: when you have least games like this, they are so hard to predict because both teams are so bad. You could see it going being three to six because not because the defenses are good, because the offenses are just that bad with like five missed field goals between the two, you know, and just a stupid amount of turnovers. Or it's like the shootout of the worst, and it's like 35-34, but they're sure. both really bad teams, and no one believes in defense, and so that gives each offense confidence. But I like the 17-24. and Now, the, the little caveat I want to add in there is I believe that the Eagles are going to score 17 of those points in the fourth quarter because <laughs> they're going to out-Giants the Giants, right? Oh, yeah, they might. Giants get up early, feeling good, because this is what the Eagles do. We don't play for three quarters. Fourth quarter comes around. All of a sudden, receivers are like, I'm going to start catching the ball. Linemen are like, I'm going to start blocking. Defense is like, all right, let's let's play a little harder. And then <laughs> just score a bunch, right? Now, sure. we'll see if that holds true to form. But if it does, I'm going to laugh my brains out. So, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be – I don't think it'll – I think it'll be one – for your average fan and in talking in normal terms, it'll be one to forget for, for the NFC least podcast episodes. It's going to be oh, one to remember. It's going to be legend. Beautiful. Wait for it. Dairy. It's going to be a great week yep. overall. This is our super bowl week, super dupe week, right? Duper yep. bowl week. It really is. It doesn't this get better. Is a, than this. this is, this is the duper bowl. This is what you came here to see the NFC least throwing. Hmm. Haymakers in the term of it hits you like, like one little um, handful of hay thrown at you hits yeah, you in the face. Exactly. Right? That's, That's their where haymaker. They're like, oh, haymaker. And they thought, oh, it's when you grab a handful of hay and you hit someone in the face. They didn't really know it was an actual type of punch. And then they get socked in the face and knocked out. 
And so that's 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 the NFC lease. That's who what we've come to know and love. Like, don't bother yourself with games like Steelers Titans, which is a game of undefeated teams. Or you know, no. you don't want to. Nobody wants to Panthers and Saints. Nobody wants to watch that. The battle for Ohio. Nobody cares, man. Nobody cares at all. Nobody wants to see this. The battle of the birds and Seahawks and the Cardinals. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Nobody wants to see big names like the Patriots and the 49ers or the or. Nobody, nobody wants to see that, or the Buccaneers and Raiders. Nobody wants to see those games. Just yeah. watch on Thursday, and if it's, and then watch Fox. Hopefully, it's your local game. Cowboys <clears throat> football team. We'll see how it goes, and just enjoy it. Enjoy it. So, yeah. Hunter, I, I'd say we, I say we close out with talking our, our uh, conglomerate, our cumulative stats, right? Please. As a as a division, we want to keep that tally going. So we're going to tab through here. We're going to take note of everybody's stats, see where we stand as a whole. And for for this reason, we will have to count. Mm, I have a question for you. We're not. It's gonna it make things kind of weird, but you know, I said we're removing Dwayne Haskins, and and for obvious reasons, kind of removing Dak because. Both of them are now sure. non-factor. So that technically means we have to take away their interceptions. And I want to say Dwayne had a good amount of interceptions, but I just want to be make sure we're on the same page for that. So our that's numbers true. are going to shift slightly, listeners, and that that is because we have to pull them. Yeah, just out of total fairness and non-bias, I think we have to. Right, because right. – me being me, I'd want to say, no, let's keep the interceptions and sacks and forget the touchdowns, completion percentage and rating. But yeah, but um, we, don't, we don't want to give you fake numbers. No. We're above board here. This <laughs> yeah. is a professional organization. We we keep it real. All right. So we keep it real. So first thing we're going to look at is let's check our touchdown to interception ratio. Right. So we got Andy. He's bringing one touchdown uh, right now. Danny, Danny Dud. He's he's got three. Yep. Uh, Kyle Allen has two. I don't. Oh gosh, I just get mad every time. Every time I look at that, and Carson yeah. I believe has eight. So that brings us to a total of fourteen. Fourteen touchdowns. Um, to <clears throat> we're looking at nine from Carson, one from Kyle, six from. Danny, Danny Dud, and then two from AD. So we're looking at, I believe that's a total of 18 if I was tracking correctly. Yes. So we're, we got 14 touchdowns to 18 interceptions. That's right where we want to be feeling okay. good. That is, that is how we least, that is our least ratio. That's what we're looking for, right? We are in a plus four in our interceptions category. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. Um, <clears throat> keeping our touchdowns relatively low while at the same time throwing to the other team. And I mean, what more can you ask for? Am I right? I I can ask for nothing more. This is, that's how you want to, that's how you want to see it six weeks in. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Now, in terms of look at completion percentage, uh, and I just ran the numbers, unfortunately. So this is, this is taking into account, now, if you want to take into account Alex Smith, you could tank this number pretty hard. But I'm going to go with starting quarterbacks, even though Alex played a little bit, right? Yeah. We're, we're right above league, league average at 64, and that's mainly because the the kid, Kyle Allen, who manages to throw for 72, complete since 72% of his passes, but still oh, manages sure. to lose a game. I want to say that. He's yeah. not all bad, right? He still it's manages to lose, lose the game. And it's all about context here, but we're, we're right above league average. So that's a little bit, little bit disheartening to see. I'd like us to see us go below that 63 percentile. Oh, just wait. Really just wait. It's coming. It's coming. I mean, if, if, if they live up to predictions and we have five-plus turnovers in the football team and uh, Cowboys matchup, then I think we're going to be doing real good. We're well on our way. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully plenty of those are interceptions. You know, and yeah, maybe like with a, like just that. a couple fumbles, but uh, nothing sure. more, right? We we don't want to see much yeah. more than that. So, no, 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 no. all right. So let's look at passer rating. 
Now this one, this one's this one's feeling good. Once again, Kyle Allen really screwing the pooch on us, really hurting the NFC least. But to- in total, we have seventy-seven point two five as our combined passer rating. So I like it. I mean, I still yeah. like that number. That's I don't know a, how you that's, a good, that's a good strong number. That's a strong number. That's okay. And Kyle Allen, he'll just keep going lower and lower, like a limbo stick. I mean, we'll get there. Yeah, it, it was it was one big game, and so it's like he's got to get a few more weeks under his belt before he, you know, really comes to form, and you know that goes from seventy two to sixty two, right? And he he's thrown five interceptions and only two touchdowns. You know, he's got to build, right? Give him a little bit of time, I guess. It'll get there. It'll get there. He hasn't. I don't think he's fully been realized what the NFC least is about, and so he. he I'm sure he's going to get briefed. On that yeah, uh, no, no. student so. between weeks, yeah, for sure. In in good news though, in total, the, the these four quarterbacks have been sacked fifty one times. So as a division, been 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 hit a lot, good. been, been good. hit quite a bit. Feels pretty good. And AD, he'll get a few more weeks under his belt, and he'll really pump that number up because he's only been sacked a couple times for like twenty five yards. So you know he he's he's got some work to do. Yeah, same with Kyle Allen, but Danny Dud and Carson Wentz, man, Wentz especially. I mean, so fun fact: as I was running these numbers just now, I'll tell you the total. Right, the total yards that these quarterbacks have been sacked for for a loss is three hundred and thirty-eight. Now, Carson Wentz has been sacked for more yards than the other three quarterbacks combined. <laughs> He's been sacked for one hundred and seventy-seven yards. And I believe the other quarterbacks are right at 168. Let me just double check myself on that. But yeah, so you're welcome from Carson yeah, Wentz. Really good, good work, Carson. I mean, really good 161, work. 161. Sorry about that, but yeah, I mean, when you have a porous offensive line and you only have two two of your starters actually starting in it because everyone else is injured, I mean, you're you're really just asking for it at that point. You really so. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Connor. Any closing statements? I think that's. Did I miss any stats? I believe I caught them all. Um, all the no, big ones, at I least that we've been got, tracking. I think you got the biggest. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, team power rankings. Ooh, yeah. Um, I kind of think Eagles might have taken over the top spot with their loss. Um, then Cowboys, and then the Giants passed over uh, the football team. So I think we got a pretty decent shakeup in the power rankings for really no good reason. Cause only one team won. <laughs> uh, I could absolutely agree with that. So yeah. we, yeah. Cause the Eagles, it's funny, right? You only in the NFC least can you move up in the power rankings from a loss. Yeah. Even though yeah, according to statistics, you're still second in the division, but power rankings, right? I agree. Power rankings are totally different. Yeah, I agree, and I would almost say that the Cowboys had such a abysmal performance in terms of in normal terms, but great, great for the NFC least. That I would say that New York is hot on their heels to like the two and three spot. It's not. It's not like a solid, oh, no. solidly in second. It's, the Cowboys no. could easily fall to that three to to the. They Giants. sure could. They sure could. Yeah. And also, by the way, our power rankings, basically the NFC least of actual rankings, like, you know, you have division rankings, you have league rankings that both actually matter. Then you have power rankings that mean nothing. Does mm-hmm. that, that kind of feels like that. that's the NFC least version of rankings. So that's why we use that. Yeah, because your power rankings is kind of how you feel, right? And in relation to what you're talking about. And for us, it's the least. So uh, since you brought up that, uh, a couple more statistics that I forgot that we have kind of been mentioning one that's new because it's so we're, we're deep enough. Now it can be interesting, right? Our combined win percentage is 22.9%. So that's really, okay. really okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it, when you look at it, the numbers are so low. It's like, wow, that's bad for batting averages type numbers, you know? Yeah. And that's like what you, you would want get to <laughs> from. Like you would better be a pitcher, type of batting average. A pitcher in Double A, not even in the big leagues. All right. Uh, and then another thing that I, I too, that I know we've hit on before, and we'll kind of close out with this is net points. 
right? So the Cowboys have now overtaken the Eagles, right? The Eagles wow. actually, you know, they were in the 40s. They've dropped down to the yep. 30s because of last week only losing by two. But so you have the Cowboys at minus 45 because they're trouncing. So they're they're really coming up. Like we said in the power rankings, they're yeah. making moves to get to the bottom. The Eagles at a disappointing minus 34. Uh, I, you know, I know they were right up there with the Giants in week uh, like two or something like that. And they were both kind of in the high forties, low fifties. And he was neck and neck and the Eagles, I don't know what they're doing, but this is not a stat that they care to show off, but we know, we know they're plenty bad. The giants yeah. minus 51 and then football team staying true to form at minus 54. How do you like those numbers, Connor? I love them. Especially when I look at all the other divisions, like I'm just glancing at all the other divisions and not yeah. one has all negatives. The AFC West has three negatives, but one of those is a minus one. And so we are the only division to have all negatives in net points. Well, my favorite thing is the Giants are still, what, negative 51, and they're coming off a win. So that's just beautiful. That's beautiful. I didn't even think about that. Off a loss, holding true to minus 51. That that brings their total average of net points at minus 46 man that's good man and that's that's in the minus right in any other division you'd have to like it would be a weird averaging sequence because some are negative some are positive and so it would be a whole thing like it wouldn't really work out in ours but like oh my gosh so the only one who and you can almost call them an honorary nfc least team but is the jets at zero and six you know so they're yeah. they're but but somebody's got to be bottom of the barrel, right? I I, I do want to be clear. The NFC least is the least division with yes. horrible teams, but it's not yes. that bottom of the barrel team that you know in years so many years past has usually been like the Cleveland Browns setting records for you know straight loss. How many consecutive losses do they have? It's never quite that bad, right? Because you can't ever see that a as a division, but also that's a different kind of bad that you really that is really hard to get to and I don't ever see the the NFC least as bad as they all may be. I mean the Redskins are the only one who kind of toy with or, whoa, what see what I see what's happening to me? You see, see yeah. what happened? The football team are the only yeah. ones. I was talking historically, all right? And historically, <laughs> up until this year, they were the Redskins, okay? Okay, I just want to be clear there. Um so historically, the Redskins had always toyed with that idea, but now as the football team, I don't think they're going to change that. And I don't think they're really going to hit that point, but the jets do have a minus minus one ten on their net points. So, uh, and they're Oh, and six. So that's, that's impressive. Really. It's impressive, yeah, but, it really is. but that's that bottom of the barrel team. And I mean, you could, you could disagree with me or correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I always think, feel like there's, there's the outlier bottom of the barrel team. And then you have your bad division. They're usually not one in the same. Yeah, but I could. No, it's very, it's pretty rare, mm-hmm. pretty rare. But man, I think that does it for this uh, this awesome packed, jam packed NFC least episode. We're you know we're coming up on the Duper Bowl. It's gonna be great. Grab your popcorn, really lock in. Like we've talked about before, right? If Thursday night, don't get discouraged by the bad game. Prep yourself to see a Duper Bowl game on Thursday night. And and if you can mentally prep to watch that, like you mentally prep, like you know when you're gonna watch a cheesy movie, but you're watching it because it's cheesy and bad, so you can laugh at it. That's the type of football you're gonna be seeing. And so if you're prepared to watch that, I think you could really have a good time. I know I'm gonna have a good time with it you're gonna have a good time with it uh, exactly. we'll probably be texting back and forth and likely and, and, and commenting on it and it, you know the jokes are going to be a plenty and if you do it's, that with this duper bowl weekend if you are if you're watching these nfc lease games then i think you're truly going to have a good time so remember uh if you like this episode please share it around please share the nfc least i mean I don't know about you, but I've heard it. I've heard it used on on ESPN. On on, um, I listen to you know an Eagles specific podcast. They talk about it, so I don't want to say we we started a trend here, and we really are championing championing. I can't think we did, but I completely think this stems from us, right? Yes. I mean, the NFC least. That's an easy. Yeah, sure. That's an easy term to come up with, and anyone can say it once, right? But to actually use it in your sports commentating, come on now. You know where it has gone through the vi- grapevine that and that we 
this, this thing that we've started and created has now perpetuated itself throughout the, the, the legitimate sports commentating universe. And so I, I think that's what we're seeing, right? And I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL for this season just alters it. Like when you go to look at the divisions online and they just they just put in brackets and L in front of East to say as well. East, right? And, and at that point, it's like, I mean, I feel like we should catch some royalties or something, like, or at, at least, least give us some it. sort of contract to be like the official NFC lease pundits. I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll catch something. We'll see, though. We'll see. We'll look into it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So I'm excited. I know you're excited and listeners, I hope you're excited. Hope you enjoyed this, uh, you know, share it around. Let's, let's, let's share the least love. And it, we'd love to know your thoughts on our predictions, our comments, anything like that. Remember for this episode, it's NFC least only. So you come at me trying to talk about your team in the AFC West or NFC South. Uh, I'm, we're going to straight up ignore it. I mean, I may not ignore it if I do another NFL type episode, but it's not going to come into this episode. I hate to break it to you, but it's the rambling Viking at gmail.com. Send us all your best memes, trash talk, NFC least, um, points and, and and talking points and and statistics we'd love to know more and if you have any ideas for different uh different nfc different least statistics we can look at we would love to hear them i i know because honestly as as much as this division keeps on giving at some point too we don't want to get too redundant with it and be caught just saying oh we suck every week right we like <laughs> to be creative and have fun with it because you can only listen to you can only listen to we suck every week so many times before you're like, all right, I've heard enough of this, right? We like to, we like to have fun with it. So Connor, as always, thanks for coming on listeners as always. Thank you for listening. And we will see you after the duper bowl.